All right. Julie, do you want to open for once? No. But I want you to say <laughs> something first. We're a couple of dusty muffins. There you go. You're listening to a couple of dusty muffins. How'd you like that <laughs> intro? I didn't know you couldn't sing. You just don't oh, know God. so much. You know, oh, there's God. a lot of things you don't know I, about I know. me. No, Girl. no. It's such a ridiculous. I know. The name just cracks me up. And Oh, and I love no. it. And uh, I love you. And that's why uh, we're doing this. I love this. you too. What's on your mind? What well, are you dealing with? You know what? I've been thinking this like last night. I had a conversation with some really good friends. And I realized when I when we saw them and we're sitting there, we actually went out for a little dinner, which is rare in these pandemic times that we haven't seen them in a very long time. But I really, really like these people. I realized as we were talking that I haven't seen a lot of people that I really care about for a long time. And I and now that we kind of can see people again, you know, COVID is in and out, in and out. And I think we're getting more comfortable now that we're vaccinated and uh, it's, well, some uh, of us are, most of us are. Yeah. Most of us are most Not of us, enough of us are. Yeah, that's true. That's, right. That's a whole nother topic, isn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, so we're getting more confident that we can be out and about, although I wear my mask everywhere. But anyway, let me get back to this point. I'm really wandering here. So, um, so there we are, we're sitting there and we're realizing that there just aren't a lot of people that we need to see anymore. <laughs> are you identifying? With I, that? Oh, I have shed a lot of friends. I have called the herd. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and the, the thing is that having to isolate was actually a gift in a way, because I realized that I'm much more of a recluse than I ever thought I was. Oh. I've always been this outgoing person dealing with hundreds of people on a daily basis, meeting new people every day in television news. And even when I was managing a horse ranch, which was quite a career change, I was always dealing with people. And then in the quiet that was forced on us, by COVID, I started to realize how few people I really needed to see. Isn't that the truth? And I, I had to be quieter for the first time in my life. And so it allowed me to reassess who do I really want to be with? And it's also a result of being older. How do I want to spend whatever time I yeah, have Absolutely. Left? How do I want to spend my time? And I decide I want to be with people I love who love me and keep it simple. Right. You know, it, it allowed me to force us to make choices because of the pandemic. But in the beginning of the aftermath, which I think is the kind of the phase we're in now, we realized we need fewer people in our lives and fewer things. It's very dramatic. And it's it kind of crept up on all of us in the last couple mm -hmm. of years. I didn't have a whole lot of recognition of what was happening there. I just knew that we weren't seeing very many people at all. And I am also a very much a person who loves to be alone. I love to be alone. My husband's total social butterfly. He wants to have people over. He wants to, let's go meet them there. And um, as older I get, the more I go into a reclusive mode and I love my alone time. Yeah. Even so, people I thought were near and dear that I would enjoy seeing again, I really don't need to anymore. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's a little bit alarming how the company that you used to keep, you don't really need anymore. I have to say, though, I did being being isolated as we have been. I did use a phrase that I missed the company of strangers. I missed being able to just go into a grocery store and just see people that I didn't necessarily have to be with. But, you know, we were we were closed down. We were shut down. We couldn't really socialize the way we used to. And so I just began, as I said, to, to call the herd. Who do I really want to so, be with? Experiencing fewer people in your life was one thing, but also less stuff. 
Yes. Oh, so yes. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of decluttering. Yes, absolutely. And and people are a lot of people are downsizing large homes into smaller homes, choosing to live mm-hmm. in, you know, a two bedroom house or something. We know these giant mansions that they live in and all the possessions they have. We all have too much oh, stuff. We all have too much stuff. Lord. Yeah. Yes. I've downsized three different times as I've moved in Seattle from one house to another. And even now uh, living in a much smaller space, I'm still trying to get rid of stuff. George Carlin had a great thing about it. I love that. The stuff stuff that we have. If you're listening and you haven't heard George Carlin do his routine (laughs) on stuff, it is one of my favorites. Yeah. Was he say that houses are just like big boxes with lids on them? (laughs) (laughs) I know. And now as you get older, you go, how do I get rid of this stuff? And if you've ever had the good luck of going to a place like Bhutan and their stuff, literally you walk into their homes, a little round hut, they have one pot, one ladle, maybe three plates a bed that, you know, maybe three people share. And it's so incredibly refreshingly simple. Yeah. Simple. We are all needing and wanting to live simpler lives. Can't imagine you or me living with three plates, but it's a good metaphor. It's a good thing to think about because how many dishes, you know, do you need? How many pots do you really need? And clothes that I'll never wear again, including that bathing suit that I want to get rid of. (laughs) That, that I keep holding on to. I don't know why I hold on to that or anything really that you cling to. I don't know why we do hold on to some of the things we do. That's that's sort of an interesting- My theory on that is that the things I cling on to are for two reasons. Number one, they remind me of a place in time I was. And, and a lot, mm-hmm. I've collected a lot of stuff from all over the world with masks and carvings and bowls and you know that, that kind of stuff. Uh, mostly primitive kind of art from Africa and different places. I like that a lot. So I have a lot of stuff that I've picked up that reminds me of, remind me of wonderful places I've been. The other reason is that I think that we um, collect stuff is because it has a nostalgic value. So that there's one thing about the memory of that, where that thing is that represents a great time in your life. But then like, I have a really hard time. Like the other day I was going through things and I had this little mirror that my mom had given me and it had cute little like sea glass kind of on the side, a kind of a mosaic little mirror. And my mother had given that to me and I've never really used it and I've never found the right place for it. And I just dragged it around for probably 30 years with myself because she gave it to me. It's a totem. It's a memory. It, th- that, that kind of stuff is stuff you don't want to get rid but of. It's I'm, just stuff. And it's like, I know. my mom is gone. And so I have a hard time knowing that there'll never be another thing like that. She'll give me, it's not about the thing. It represents her and her love for me. So I needed to detach that connection, right? This is not representative of me loving my mother. And if I give it Mm. up, it doesn't mean that I don't love her. No, it doesn't. But it's hard. That's hard. I have a lot of drawings that my son did for me when he was in grade school and I'm hanging on to that and put them in scrapbooks and stuff. But I think in the bigger sense, uh, the totems and symbols from our parents or our children, we hold on to some of those because it does spark a happy moment, a memory. It sparks uh, that, joy. Maria Kondo. Spark- oh, back to Maria. So she wouldn't want she wouldn't want us to get rid of that. Maybe she would. I don't know. She's kind of quirky. 
But I think that the whole idea of decluttering emotionally and psychologically in these times, cleaning house doesn't necessarily just mean getting rid of the stuff in our lives, but the people who don't bring us happiness. Yeah, that's right. And, it's and can't even, you, it doesn't even have to be people that don't bring happiness, but that don't spark joy, let's say, that people that right. you can't really let, let it all out with and the laugh with and be yourself completely. People who you just might be a little more more careful around and guard your words or have to, I don't know, perform or be Who something. Needs that? And those are the people. Yeah. Those are the people I don't have any use for anymore. No. And I think it's a function of the COVID years have sort of focused us on who we really need yeah. in our lives. Who do we want to be with? I want to be with you. And here we are. <laughs> We're together quite regularly now. Yeah. Yes. And we get to talk about really important things, fun things and fun things, goofy serious stuff. things. Yeah emotional yes. things, educational yes. things. So I, I think that we're picking and choosing now, as you said, as we age too, we have less and less time. We're realizing we're uh, getting on the home stretch here. No time to no, waste. That's right. Time is valuable. And I'd rather be alone than yes. be with someone who's draining yes. me. Yes. Yes. That is true. So when people call you up, uh, more of an acquaintance type person says, oh, let's get together and let's mm-hmm. have coffee and let's do lunch. How do you handle that? Then mm-hmm. you say, uh, saying here's, here's the mantra of my life, the power of no, no, thank you. I have no, I've never had difficulty with that. So you just say, no, just I say, don't ever want to see you. <laughs> no, I don't say it that way. I'll just say, no, I don't really have time. I'm focused on other things these days. And so, but I do see there's a handful of friends, lifelong friends that I make contact with either by phone of course. or we'll meet for lunch or yes. dinner, or I'll have them to the house. Cause I do like to cook, but my favorite size group is four people. Six is a stretch. And eight is out of the question (laughs) that now I'm quite happy being a bit of a loner. Me too. I've always been though happy, but I didn't realize that until later in my life. We didn't realize it until (laughs) this horrendous pandemic knocked some uh, new sense of reality. Careers. We were out in front people every day. I know. I mean, every day, even when you're not working, I remember being in Fred Meyer and this lady goes, what are you doing in Fred Meyer, Penny Legate? And I said, well, I like to shop here. She says, I thought you'd be shopping in all the expensive places, but that's the kind of stuff you had to do when you're yeah. out and about. You're always on, always on. I'm happily not recognized anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's fine. Cause they feel like they own you in a certain way. Cause you're in your homes every night. Yeah. But I remember um, this. Okay. That- this is a great story. A little bit sidetracked, but I'm at the poncho auction, right? You know, the poncho auction. I've only been once and I hated it. And I'm, I'm all for the arts. Please don't get me wrong, but it wasn't my scene. <laughs> and this woman comes up to me and she goes, and I'd been fired from my job at Evening Magazine a few months earlier. She looks at me and she goes, didn't you used to be somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I've had, I've had people come to me and say, you look familiar. And I'll say back to them, well, I used to be famous here. Yeah, I used to be, and I'm happy not to be anymore. I was never in TV to be famous. As we think back on the subject of this kind of post-COVID era that we're in, where we're decluttering, we're downsizing, we're de-stressing, where people are working from home and liking it. What would be your, if you have any advice for people who don't feel the connections that they used to with people? And and this is not being a social. It's just, like you said, culling the herd, reducing uh-huh. the number of people that come in and out of your lives. I'm just looking for some like word, some pithy what, word of advice you, from Julie Blacklow. Well, I think, I think you just do what makes you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy or give you pleasure, or allow you to give pleasure to people, don't do it. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm, okay. No. So my husband the other day is saying, honey, if there's these people and you know, we know them a little bit and they're nice people, super nice people. And I had them over for dinner one night because he wanted to have them over, which is a big deal for me to have to cook dinner for somebody. It's like a yeah. big deal. And so, <laughs> and I don't know these people where we had a nice night da, 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 and I kind of did my thing. And then like a few months later, Hey honey, how about we have a, you know, X, Y, Z and W, Y, M over for uh, dinner. No. And he said, why? And I said, because I don't want to waste my time doing that. And he's like, well, what, Uh, what was the problem? I thought you liked them. They were nice. I said, yes, I did. I enjoyed them. They were nice. I did the thing kind of, you know, they're people you kind of associate with extraneous from me. And I had my dinner party for them and I cooked for them and I sat down and I chit chatted and I had a nice time, but I don't want to do it again. And he's just looking at me like, you are just so weird. You just don't even want to see anybody. And I said, I just That's don't right. have the energy yeah. to spend on doing that again. And I, I just don't want it. Don't do it. Just say no. Do what you want to do. If you don't want to do it, say no. It's very hard for people, especially for women, I think, to say no, to define boundaries and just to say no. Right. But it's never been hard for me. <laughs> and it's becoming a lot more easy than it even used to be. I'm like, no, thanks. Not going there. No, thank yeah. you. I'd rather be alone with a good book or a movie or my horse or you or us. Yes. <laughs> or us. Pick and choose carefully would be, I guess, our wrap up here and know that we're here for you. We are a couple of dusty muffins and we want you to make sure that you spread the word about how much fun you're having listening to us. We've got all kinds of topics to choose from and we hope you'll stick with us for our next big episode, Julie. And if you don't want to do it, just say no. I've got to go make dinner now for 10 people. (laughs) Now, you know, we have no clue how to edit this show. So we just talk and Clem Daniels puts it all together. Thanks, Clem. 